up this morning, how eager were you to be alive? Every human life requires a projected future. We have to know there's something before us, there is life. But even more than that, we have to know there's meaning. There has to be a purpose. There has to be a vision about the significance of my life. How was that for you when you woke up this morning? How much gratitude did you bring? How much wonder that you're given another day in the magnificence of this creation? How much determination that whatever comes, whatever obstacles are thrown your way, you will devote yourself to contributing to the well-being, the happiness of other people. You will learn, you will struggle, you will strive. Where you, if you were to do an assessment of the vision quotient in your life, where would you stand? Uh, if number 10 is, I'm living an inspired life, I have a deep commitment to want to make a difference and grateful for the opportunity. Or number five, I'm kind of not there, but right now I'm just plodding along. Or one is, I'm just languishing. Adam Grant wrote an article during the depths of COVID where he said, really, that's the primary problem. Languishing is not just the same thing as uh, depression or emotional pathology. It really is a vision deficit. And I believe we have a tremendous vision deficit in our day. We see it in things like from 2015 to 2020, the number of deaths that were due to opioid overdose increased from 50,000 to over 101,000. More people are dying from drug overdose now than car accidents and gun violence put together. Hey, there goes my wife. Hi, Nance. We see it, the Department of Transportation said in a six-month period, the beginning of COVID, the percentage of drivers pulled over who were overdosed on drugs increased by 100%. It doubled. There's a tremendous deficit of vision. Where are you with that? And in order to be changed, vision is what is required first of all. It's very interesting. Dallas writes about this in Renovation of the Heart as we look at VIM, transformation, in any sphere, for any person, any team, any business, requires vision, what life might be like, what I must, might be like. And the power of vision, the sign of an effective vision is it elicits unforced desire. It causes me to say, oh yes, that's what I want. I forget sometimes, but that's what I really want. And it's in accordance, not just with my desires, but my deepest values. And then intention. I make a decision. I will have that. I will pay the cost, whatever it is. And then, and then also it brings about wise means or wise method, practices and so. So, for example, someone might be caught in the grip of addiction. Now, part of the reason why addiction is so powerful is we want to feel a deep sense of meaning, ecstasy, transcendence. And if we can't get it legitimately, we will get it illegitimately. Drug overdose, alcoholism is really kind of pseudo-visionary experience for our life. But it leads to death. And so the 12 steps are oriented precisely around that little model VIM. 
The first two steps are exactly about vision. We admitted that we were powerless over alcohol, whatever my ultimate problem is, and our lives had become unmanageable. And then the second step came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So the first step is the negative piece of that vision. What my life will be like, how it will be thrown away. I couldn't stand that. And then the second step is the positive side. There is yet redemption for me. Came to believe. Power greater than myself. That's the vision piece. And that naturally leads to the third step, which amazingly is precisely the step of intention. Made the decision to turn our lives and wills over to the care of God as we understand Him, as He has been revealed in the Scriptures and supremely in Jesus. And then the next step beyond that, um, to take a ruthless and fearless moral inventory, and then all the other steps are precisely parts of the methods. So the reason that those 12 steps are so powerful is they fit precisely on that little framework, vision, intention, method. But where all this starts now for you and for me is the need for vision. And this is often misunderstood or underappreciated when it comes to spiritual life. See, the great pain of life for you and me is not the things that we think it is. The greatest pain is not anxiety or depression or sadness or failure or fear or trauma or conflict. The greatest pain in life is to miss out on a life that was lived in a wholehearted way, engage deeply in the values and purpose that most grip us, that transcend us. The greatest pain of your life is not the greatest pain of your life. It is missing out on that life. It is missing out on a vision. And then and then and then, the greatest vision bringer in the history of the human race was this carpenter, Jesus of Nazareth. Simply as a matter of historical fact, no one has brought a vision, a picture for how things are, for how things might be, that communicates the significance of every single life as being made in the image of God and understands the profound nature of the problem, sin, death, hell, however we understand these that are cosmic enemies. And then the glorious beauty of redemption And it doesn't have to look grandiose. It is available for every human being. Jesus would constantly teach this out. A little widow giving her last two pennies is given more than the whole Gates Foundation. A little uh, newbie working in the mailroom at Intel. Do they still have a mailroom at Intel? Is greater than the CEO of the whole company. Hello, Pat. The vision that Jesus brings is unrivaled in its impact in the arts, in literature, on compassion, in medicine, in education, in the political arena, in philanthropy. So then the question becomes, has that vision gripped you? Dallas has a wonderful section on the nature of the vision that Jesus brings and how from our soul depths we cry out for some such vision and then in a little footnote on page 260 he writes on his in his on the improvement of the understanding the jewish philosopher spinoza wrote of his decision to inquire whether there might be some real good 
having power to communicate itself, which would affect the mind singly to the exclusion of all else, whether in fact there might be anything of which the discovery and attainment would enable me to enjoy continuous, supreme, and unending happiness. This is the universal human desiratum for whom all for who for all who think and have not in some measure despaired. There has never been a book as visionary as the Bible. There has never been a human life as visionary as the life of Jesus. So now the question is, um, how does the vision of life together with Jesus, vision of life in the kingdom of God, grip you? I already asked you to do a vision assessment. Where are you from inspired to languishing? Now the time is to be real honest for a moment on what is my receptivity to the vision of life in the kingdom of God that Jesus brings. With any given vision, uh, I might want it wholeheartedly, or uh, I might be kind of neutral about it, or I might not want it at all. Do I want to be a great dad, be a great friend, be a great... I know I want those things. That's a 10. Do I want to play the piano really, really well? I'm kind of neutral on that one. Uh, Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, sometimes I'll practice, sometimes I won't. Do I want to be a great cat breeder? No, I, I know I don't want that at all. So with any given vision, we'll be someplace here. The question for you today is, if you're really honest about it, where are you when it comes to desire for the vision of life in the kingdom? And if that's not burning strong inside you, then the place to start is just simply to be honest about that and ask God, could you help me to understand the vision of who I might be, of what that life might be like? Very often, if people don't have that vision and it's not clearly before us, what happens in churches is we just try to whip the intention muscle more. You've got to be more devoted, more devoted, more committed, more committed. Now, sometimes whole churches get built around this. We've got to get people coming back to church all the time because vision leaks. Well, it didn't leak for Jesus tell you a little secret didn't leak for Dallas not much Uh, the vision when it's accurate and true and sound and whole and a part of a life built in on intention and method has a way of being self-sustaining so today I just want to invite you to live with that question how captivating is the vision of life with God for me and then we're going to focus on that more deeply tomorrow I hope I see you then. Hey, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the bell so you never miss an episode. There are emails that go along with each video. If you'd like to receive those, you can let us know at becomenew.me slash subscribe.